Welcome into Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with CPA and Personal Financial Specialist, Phil Putney. Now let's get rolling with today's show. Hey everybody, back for another edition of Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. Whether you're on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, YouTube, whatever platform you use, we certainly appreciate your time. If you haven't done so, make sure you hit that subscribe button on whichever one you like to use or multiple ones, depending on what you're doing. And uh, we appreciate your time as we talk about investing, finance, and retirement. And Phil, we're going to talk about planning for things we cannot predict, which is about everything in the A world. Lot. That's right. That's right. So, you doing all right? I'm doing really good. Yeah. 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 Uh, we, we probably couldn't. I, I imagine that... Um, you know, a lot of people couldn't have predicted that uh, Stafford would go to the Super Bowl with another team. I know. Uh, yep, as a exactly. Lions fan, right? You know, it's like, hey, look, you know, you get good players here, but something about the organization seems. When they hit the team, something happens. I don't know. Something happens. Yeah, so, <laughs> There's good uh, players in there, but somehow that team just never. Exactly. Makes it happen together. So yeah, and, and so this is going to be this episode is going to drop right before uh, yeah, the Super right Bowl. The Super so uh, I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing. Uh, you know, if Cincinnati wins, great because they haven't been there in 30 years and they yep. haven't won one. Uh, and then I'm also pulling as a long-suffering Lions fan. It's like, well, I got to pull for Stafford. So that's right. Uh, yep. We'll see how things go in that. But it, you couldn't have predicted that, right? You, you no, know, not at all. A year within leaving the team, you're in the Super Bowl. So, uh, yeah, let's I'm talk sure about, you couldn't predict it either. So, well, maybe I'm, I'm sure he's pretty happy. <laughs> he's probably like, I told you I could do this. <laughs> that's a, well, maybe, yeah, that, that could be too. I, I told, told you, you I those had, guys were holding me back. That's right. I had game, man. I told you I got game. So, let's talk about some financial things, Phil, that we can't predict. Sure. We'll keep this one kind of short and sweet this week. Um, pretty easy to do. We've already talked about the fact that you know January just ended. It was one of the worst markets uh, for the times for the market since the pandemic kicked off in March of 2020. So yep, yep. that's a big one that we've, we just talked about that with our prior podcast. When is the shoe going to drop? We've got 12 years of basically up markets. Yes. It ebbs and flows. It has some down, you know, uh, spikes, but nothing prolonged. So yep. when are we going to have this prolonged? We're overdue by a landslide, right? So every advisor gets this question. When's it going to happen? Yeah, that's right. And I always say, well, you know, hey, my crystal ball is broken. I don't know. You know, I mean, none of us really know. Frankly, I mean, had you, yeah. had you asked me, I, I would have expected this five years ago. I mean, you know, it was, we were going through some volatile times then. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah. here we go. Things are, you know, but the pandemic, you, if nothing the else. Pan, yeah, the pandemic happened. I thought, oh, for sure. I mean, this, this is, is going it. to I mean, be a long, gonna, yeah. it's going to be a, you know, long haul to come back. I'm like, what in the world's going on with this? Market? Yeah, we're going to go and Game I, of Thrones and winter's coming, right? You know, <laughs> finally, you know, it's finally here and we're going to have this prolonged downturn. And it turned around in two months. Yeah. No, I mean, that time was a lot different than most because there was a lot of governmental, inter governmental intervention, a lot of money, True. you know, thrown at the, the markets and the economy. Granted, and I still, understand we're why still to, seeing to that, help, right. you know, bounce yeah. back, but yeah. So, I mean, but the bottom line is at the end of the day, markets don't always go up. You know, there, there's no. this whole concept of reversion to the mean. We've talked about it many times in shows of, you know, the markets have an average historically. And anytime it's above that average, at some point, it's going to have to drop below the average to bring everything back in line. 
Yeah. Well, you've been We're doing this way for, above that average right now. Right, so. <laughs> We're way above it. You've been doing this for 30 years, right? Yep. And so there's definitely advisors out there working today who can say, hey, I've been in the business for 10 years. And that sounds fantastic. All they've it experienced is, is, yeah. But they've yet to experience a prolonged downturn, even after right. being in, which is really kind of wild to say that. So yeah. if you find yourself, folks, sitting there going, well, when is the next crash going to happen? The better question needs to be, well, how can I just be prepared no matter yes. what happens, right? Exactly. And that's, that's, what, that's what it comes down to. When is it going to happen? I don't know. It doesn't matter. You know, I can't control the market. No one can. Yeah. Can't and how many it. might you see in retirement? Two, right. three? Usually probably zero. two to three. I mean, generally on average, about every yeah. 10 years, you know, we're way overdue on this one, like you said. Yeah. Um, but yeah, usually every 10 years or so, you're going to see that change, bull the bear market long term, you know, yeah. so it's, it's something you're going to have to live with throughout your, your retirement. Yeah. You have to plan for, understand how are you going to position things so that it doesn't affect you? Because yeah. again, you're not going to prevent it. Have a strategy right. to retire yeah. in any economy is the goal, right? right? Absolutely. Yeah. So you can't predict it. You can't predict what health co healthcare costs are going to look like in the next 20 years, Phil. Absolutely. Um, now we could probably make a better educated guess on this one than we could yeah. on the markets because yeah, I mean, this has a little bit more of history that you can follow yeah. and look. Yeah. Everything is just up, right? Yes. But you can't actually predict it. So you need to be budgeting. You need to be planning and structuring because the educated money is on it's going up. Absolutely. I mean, just looking at it historically, Personally, when we're building in the plan, the, the healthcare costs, we use twice what the, the level of inflation is on everything else. Wow, right? that's so a lot now. Yeah. We're already building in twice of you know what the average inflation is that we're building into the plan because historically it's higher. You know, yeah. you have to understand that component of your expense is going to go up. And as long as you've looked at that ahead of time and made sure that okay, I can handle it. And you know, whether you have certain assets, you know, that are, are set aside for your um, medical, your healthcare type costs, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. I mean, some, some clients will, will do that. They'll kind of set up their own bucket to handle healthcare costs and invest that accordingly, you know, but just understand that it's going to happen. And, and that's yeah. Just, and you've got to, you've got to talk about it. I mean, that's usually the big hurdle for most people yes. is not, especially the long-term care aspect is it, saying, it, look, we're going to have to do this and not just for one person, but for both, because yes. inevitably one person has a long-term care event and it, you know, can wipe out, you know, the whole family. Absolutely. And I mean, in here, I'm just talking general healthcare costs, but yeah, you're, right. you're not even long-term long care. I mean, that's a whole nother aspect you have to look at that. Yeah. True. The reality is with everyone living longer, you know, we're needing longer long-term care in those later years. More yeah. and more people are. So, I mean, it's something you have to plan for, understand what it looks Gotta like. Do it. And, and it falls in line with the next one, which is number three here on the list, which is the tax rates. Well, what are they going to be yes. three presidents from now? Look, whether you know where wherever you fall on the current political state of things in the last you know four years and and everybody's all up in arms about everything if you're walking into retirement in, in 19 or in 20 or in 22 you're gonna probably see two three if you're lucky god willing right, right. four presidents right i mean yeah. you're gonna live through different administrations and they're going to all do different things yeah. so how do you, you know, you can't predict what tax rates are going to do, but again, maybe the smart money, much like healthcare, Phil, is on the fact that just look at the debt, look at inflation and yes. go, it's got to go up. Right. Yeah. And I mean, again, you have to understand what goes into that decision. We, personally, again, when we're planning for that, we're 
looking at what the law is today. You know, I, for taxes, I personally don't like to predict, oh, if it goes up, this is what it's going to look like. Okay. We, we plan on if the rates structurally stay as they are, we know that in 2026, they're jumping back to what they used to. So we already know there's going to be an increase. Right. If all that happens, what does it look like? And based on that, if we can improve the scenario, then mathematically, if taxes go up, we're in a better position. The only downside is if taxes go down, you know, and then that's a, that's a, a, a discussion you have to have with your advisor to, to say, and hopefully you've had this discussion to say, oh, from a tax aspect, where do you think they're going? They can do one of three things, right? They can go up, they can go down, they can stay the same. Right. We plan probably for, not going down. <laughs> yeah, we we plan for stay the same or go up. You know, so yeah. that's kind of the hedge we take. Yeah. If they go down, yeah, we probably are going to have missed some opportunity. But right. personally, but I, mean, I don't see how that yeah, can happen. How that could happen? Yeah, we're historically step back and look at yeah, look at it. So, and and that is one of the biggest risks that it, um, clients face in retirement is what are taxes going to be on those accounts? Because the, the challenge with an IRA, any debt tax deferred account is mm. you don't know because the taxes are based on the money when it comes out. What yeah. are the rates when the tax, when, when the money comes out of the IRA? So the, the shorter the timeline you can use in making that decision, you know, and that's why we do a lot of Roth conversions. We're bringing that tax decision into the plan earlier when it's a more known number. Not well, to say a, everyone should be doing a lot of big Roth conversions early. Right. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying right. understand the risk from taxes. The longer down that time horizon you get, the more risk there is because we don't know. Yeah, the devil, the devil in what you know, right? And right now yeah. we know what the rates are. So and they are low. They are historically low. So be as efficient yep. as you can now because you got no clue what three administrations from now are going to do. Exactly. And God willing, you're going to you know be in, in retirement or still be in retirement at that point if yep. you're walking into it. All right. So let's do the last one, Phil, and we'll wrap it up this week. Uh, how long are you going to live? This is not something that, again, we can predict. Obviously, all kinds of factors can they can lead to it. And I've talked about this many times myself. Uh, as a matter of fact, the time we're taping this, I'm going to an uncle's funeral tomorrow. And most of the men in my family do not live very long. Um, you know, my, my brother died at 57. My father died at 63. Uh, my grandfather died at 60. It'd be easy for me to go, well, those predictors, Phil, say that I'm going to be dead by the time I'm probably 65. So I'm going to party. I'm going to live that's it up. Right. You know, I'm 50. I'm going to spend all my money before I get to 65. But that's not the smart move. Plus, I have a spouse. Right. So yeah. let's take it into account. But let's factor in case I'm wrong. I don't want to be, you know, getting a job at 80. And that's that's really the point. I always if, if I have that discussion with a client, if, if they're kind of leading to that, you know what, the the family history, you know, whatever it is, I, I don't think I'm going to make it to this. And that, that's great. It's an if indicator. We, but... If we plan that direction and you don't, what then? <laughs> yeah. You know, so if we plan, yeah. you're going to make it to 65 and, you know, oh yeah, you can spend, you know, 200,000 a year because of, you know, where you're at. <laughs> what happens if you make it to 70? What are you going to do those last five years? You know, yeah, are your kids 80. okay with you living with, with them for, you know, the, the next That's five true. or 10 years? Have you had yeah. that discussion with them? Is even, yeah. is that even something you want to do? You know, so I mean, right. again, it, it's, it's a factor. Don't, don't it, it is a factor. Take, it, take it into account, but yeah, then right. look at the aspect of what happens if not, you know, and to your point with a, a married couple, it's a bigger risk actually to assume you're going to live longer because you know, the, the real danger for the married couple is that that spouse, one of the spouses at least, dying early. 
Because right. the earlier that happens, things change in the plan. There's loss of social security, loss tax money, rates right. go from joint to single. Yeah. So a lot of different things happen that, that can be detrimental to a plan. So Yeah, and if you wind up depleting the accounts or, or you leave, and no, you know, no one yeah. wants to do this, right? You don't want to leave your spouse, uh, the person you leave behind, you know, short for their own retirement because, you know, right. like, you know, again, back to my situation, my wife might live to, let's say, 90 and if I've gone through everything, you know, by the time I'm 70 and then I pass away, I'm leaving her with 20 years of, you know, not the retirement lifestyle that she just had when we were, you know, I was still around. So it's an indicator, but don't, don't get yourself into that, that setup, right? Folks of right. just saying this might happen or this will happen. Just take it into account, but plan for, well, Murphy's law, right? <laughs> right. Right. And, and that's really the financial planning process that we walk clients through does exactly that. I mean, we, we plan for here's life expectancies based on kind of general statistics, but also, you know, taking into account if there is some family history, maybe that does affect it. Right. You know, and then we'll always run a stress test to say, okay, what happens if that doesn't happen? And one of you passes today, yeah. you know, or five years or 10 years, 10 years down the road, what does that yeah. look like? Does it still work? You know, do so you, having that perspective, so. Do you, what's the average you try to run for? I hear advisors say, well, we try to run you know, everybody to 90 or to a hundred, you know, or whatever. I mean, generally we do 85 and 90, 85 for men, 90 for females on average, you know, unless okay. again, you know, family history, things play in shorter or longer, but we try to keep it around that. But then at the end of the day too, my, my version of quote unquote running out of money, even mm -hmm. if we plan to 90 at 90 in the plan, I want to see enough to get through at least another five years. Oh, okay. So, so if, you've we're got saying zero, if we're saying zero, I'm saying 95 then, you know, but okay. yeah, we always plan for 90, let's say for the, the female um, and then another five years beyond that. But the, I mean, this, this whole life expectancy brings up a real interesting factor because a lot of times people are thinking that direction. Oh, I got to plan to a hundred, right? There's long ages. Sure. Yeah. But the, the flip side of that decision to me is always, well, that's great, but you know, look at, run the math today to, to see where you're at. Because oftentimes I, I see clients get into retirement and not enjoy it to the extent they could have because of this fear of, I'm going to make it to, you know, 90 or a hundred, oh, not I paying see. attention yeah. to it. And all yeah. of a sudden you're in your eighties and you've amassed such an amount that there's no way you're going to spend it and enjoy it. And you've missed some opportunity in retirement that you could have enjoyed experiences and you're going to pass on this money to the kids, which is great. Sure. But is that really what you wanted to do? Did you maybe want to do some, right. you know, once in a lifetime thing or whatever? And, and that's where working with an advisor, having a plan first to start with, run the math, figure it out, but then working with them on an annual basis to say, are we on track? You know, sure. Yeah. What, are, what is our guidelines? We always run another statistic or, you know, when we're running our plans to say, you know, based on all the math, this is what works. You're going to have X amount at the end. The plan's fine. You know, if, if there's a lot more at the end, we always run another scenario to say, okay, how much could you spend to run it down to where we had that five-year buffer? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so oh, you have another 20,000 a year you could spend. I, and I call it the guardrail, right? Here's the, the guardrail. I and mean, if we're hitting that every single year, you're bumping against that throughout retirement. We don't want to do that either. Yeah, true. But it gives some perspective to say, hey, we plan on this. You can spend an extra five, 10, 20, whatever it is a year and things are still good. But then you've got to monitor it, 
long-term going forward. Yeah. And, and think about it this way as well too, folks. So, you know, you go into, you've got the plan set up and you go into retirement and five years into retirement, something changes like a pandemic or like whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And you just say, you know what, I, I want to do something different. I thought I was good with this, but I, you know, I really want to go live a little bit more. I really want to yeah. you know, get out of my, you know, we've been locked down, right? We've been not traveling as much, maybe three years from now, you're like, Hey, everything's better. Everything's really good. I want to make up ground for the time that we spent the sure. last five years not doing a lot. Right. So you kind of have to kind of be willing to see that, you know, setting this stuff in stone and, or, or trying to predict it doesn't work. You got to yeah. ebb and flow. You got to have a strategy, but you didn't yes. got to be willing to let that strategy morph and change. Yep. And that's, that's the point where the plan is, is the plan just maps it out to see, does it work? How do we tweak and make everything work the best we can based on what we know today? And then start walking down that path, looking at the plan every year. What's changed to your point personally in the world, our taxes, you know, yep. do we have a change in administration? Is something changed where it doesn't matter? Debt's so high that we've had to raise time. I mean, what does it look like? Does the tax right. structure yep. change? You know, what are markets doing? I mean, there's a lot of things you have to build in and understand. Do we need to make now some changes in our plan based on all those factors? So it's not a set it and forget it. And it's not, yeah. you know, it's not just a little, you know, simple thing, right? It, it can be, you can get a plan put together and get it explained to you in a very simple way, but there's a lot of complexities that roll into it. So do yourself Absolutely. a favor, make sure you're talking with an advisor, talk with a professional, somebody like Phil, who's been doing this for 30 plus years, a great resource for you to tap into. He is a CPA and a personal financial specialist. As always, make sure you reach out to him. If you've got any questions, you can find all the information in the show notes. You can subscribe to us on whatever platform you like to use, Apple. Google, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, YouTube, and you can find all that information again at philstaxhacks.com. That's philstaxhacks.com. So don't get so much worried about trying to predict the future. Just have a plan. Phil, thanks for hanging out, buddy. I appreciate you. Thanks, Mark. Yeah, you too. You have a great day. We'll see you next time here on Phil's Tax Hacks and other retirement facts. Investment advisory services offered through AFS Wealth Management. The content of this program is provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the possible loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives.